Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. I wanted to take a moment to talk a little bit today about how we bolster our our internal reserves, how we how we really kind of fortify ourselves in a world that is seemingly um, accelerating faster and faster with mounting stressors all around us. Um, we've all gone through a pandemic over the course of the last two years. There are geopolitical forces at play that are um, in the news on a daily basis um, causing a great deal of stress and influencing you know, massive market fluctuations and impacting many people's lives. And if you are a sensitive soul, um, all of this can be quite um, disrupting. All of it can be quite confounding to know how, how, to, how to help, how to support, how to have any influence on these events that are seemingly beyond us, yet affecting us all as we are inherently interdependent and interconnected. And so uh, I'm not going to speak today, <laughs> nor do I have uh, a notion of the solution <clears throat> to some of these great global challenges. I have had a history of working on some great global challenges um, with Global Citizen, particularly around issues of extreme poverty. And I have had a small, small, small taste of what that looks like to, to be able to move from what Stephen Covey would call your uh, circle of concern, right? The things that we are thinking about, the things that we are uh, concerned about. Oftentimes, things beyond our control and our circle of influence, which is those things within our sphere that we have and can exert influence on and upon. <clears throat> now, when we double down on our sphere of influence and focus on the areas of life that we can control, we actually grow our circle of influence. And that circle of influence can then move into, at times, our circle of concern. With Global Citizen, I saw that when a group of, a small group, as Margaret Mead speaks of, of committed individuals truly focus their efforts together, then one can have with that group an outsized impact. One can uh, truly uh, have a global impact. We've seen that um, with a variety of figures throughout history um, where their conviction paired with um, a team of the right people turned seemingly impossible forces around. We see that, for example, with the likes of uh, Mahatma Gandhi in his quest to move past the English imperial rule. We see that with Nelson Mandela pushing up against apartheid and the injustices that besieged his, his people and his country. And I think in, in, in these cases, I think what's, what's powerful to, to remember and to reflect on is the inner work that is required to hold space for that outer transformation. And what does it 
take for us to be able to hold that space within ourselves such that we can actually grow our influence into our circle of concern. You know, for Nelson Mandela, his worldview was really forged, as I understand it, in the prison cell, in the challenges he faced in, in inconscionable circumstances, you know, not being able to, to bury his own son when he passed. The mental fortitude that he channeled instead of becoming bitter into forgiveness and into fortifying his own internal challenges to become the fuel for the fire that would ultimately become his efforts outside when he left prison at the age of 80 years old, no doubt, to, to take on the transformation of a nation and, and, in, and indeed influence the world. To think that that's possible when one wasn't in a prison cell for 27 years is, to me, profound. And I think it speaks to the inner resolve and the inner resources, the inner work that Nelson Mandela would have done. I know that when he left prison, one of his, if you will, sacred practices was taking long walks to really focus his mind and focus his thoughts. You know, with Mahatma Gandhi, he was surrounded by profound community, and he had his inner compass was was tremendously aligned to the work that he was able to do outside, uh, the meditation, but also the the moral compass. I have heard a story, maybe some of you have heard, of a woman uh, supposedly coming to Gandhi and asking her to tell uh, her son to stop uh, eating candy and. Yeah, the rumor is that he said, come back in a week. And he, she came back in a week, and he told the son to stop eating candy. She said, why, why, why did you wait a week? You could have told him this last week. And he said, because I needed to stop eating the candy. I needed to take that action. And to me, this is, this is really the point, is as we look at some of the stressors outside in the world, there is a microcosmic representation of the macrocosm, right? So within, there is without. And so I really wanna challenge you guys to think about where your internal conflicts lie, when where your internal compass is not aligned or out of integrity with that which you want to truly represent in the world. I say this to you as I say it to myself in this moment because I am feeling a bit dejected with the state of the world today and having studied many profound leaders and having had my own again very humble experience with trying to move my concerns into a place of action and seeing those actions actually grow into um, with Global Citizen at least something that became um, much more significant than our initial influence um, in, in growing into to enroll some of the largest you know musical stars and, and influential voices in the world in, onto the stage. I've seen that one can transmute their individual concerns into global influence and global action. But I've also seen that in order to hold that space and in order to wield that, that resolve effectively we have to first do the work within. We have to first 
do an internal assessment and an internal audit of who we are, where we are out of alignment or out of integrity with ourselves and what we want to be a stand for in the world and how we can more effectively move and navigate into that place, that stand that we want our, our voices and our actions to be in the world. I can say that on reflection, I realize that of late I've been not as vocal as I would like to be in my stand for what I believe to be right. I've been a little bit more in my cave and doing some deep healing um, from you know, the passing of my father to my own <clears throat> healing journey as it relates to um, pretty, pretty toxic black mold exposure and the effects that that had on my health and the, the fact that it caused me to let go of my entire rooting network in terms of my home and my belongings and, and having to leave all of that behind. And, and so the, the lack of, of stability, the lack of that structure um, has led me down a road of kind of, of shedding a great deal of that which does not serve me. And as I emerge from that journey, as I come back into healing, as I, as I come back into a place of knowing myself and my convictions, I'm reminded that with new grounding, with new roots, we can grow new gardens. We can grow new worlds of possibility. But it does require uh, fertile soil. It does require us to nourish the seeds that are our intentions, that are our actions, in a way that is commensurate and aligned to the gardens that we are looking to grow. So just a little bit of a reflection, my friends, as I sit here feeling a bit uh, disempowered by the, the global situation we find ourselves in, and remind myself and remind you to the degree that I, <laughs> that I have influence, that we can all double down on the areas where we do exert control, where we do exert influence. For me, this podcast, for me, you know, my, my humble but beautiful audience. Um, you know, it's, it's nothing in the scheme of a global conflict, but it is, I think, potent and powerful when we take actions and we speak our truth to those who, li who are willing to listen, to those who are in our sphere. Because if enough of us do that, of course, it becomes a groundswell for broader transformation. And so, just a friendly reminder, my friends, that the transformation starts within. And instead of getting, lost in the stress, lost in the feeling of helplessness amidst the global stressors and global contexts of the world. Not that we should become apathetic, but rather how can we channel that instead of into apathy, but rather into our own inner resolve, our own inner resources, our own inner rest, such that we can plant seeds within our own gardens that grow to pollinate other gardens, that grow to become um, 
to be, grow to become aligned actions commensurate with our intentions, pollinating other fields and, and supporting others in their own call to action, in their own call to justice, in their own call to their beautiful visions and dreams. And so just a, a bit of a reminder that, that it all starts within. And I think as we take the actions to align within, we empower ourselves to be more effective agents in the world. And so focus on your spheres of influence, my friends. I'm sending you all so much love. My heart and prayers are with the people in Ukraine. My heart and prayers are with the people who are who are afraid all over the world, you know. May their prayers be answered. May all of us find a way to see our fellow brothers and sisters in the world and to recognize and celebrate them. And may we find a, a way to greater harmony collectively. Uh, may we find our way to balance. As my teacher in Sri Lanka once taught me, health is balance. And right now things feel a bit imbalanced. So let's do our own parts to find balance within so that we may be a greater reflection and a greater resonance collectively in our, in our call to the balance within the world. So I hope this resonates. I'm sending you guys so much love. All, as always, I'm totally open to your feedback. I, your comments, your, your messages mean so much to me. So sending you guys so much love, so much grace, so much gratitude. Be safe out there.